0: Whew. If you guys think I have a spunky attitude and you love it, you're definitely going to enjoy today's guest. We're talking all about building a plan-based business and brand with Brittany Janine. Her visual branding in messaging is one of the strongest and clearest that I've ever seen. I have been so attracted to all of her tangible tips, all of the graphics, all the visual design, and I asked her to take some time before she heads out on maternity leave to come on and share with you guys top tips. She is an industry-leading creative brand consultant and brand strategist with over 12 years of experience. She worked as a wedding planner, a photographer, and now works on group mentoring, online education, and one-to-one consulting and live events. I'm hoping to catch one of those. As Brittany would say, go from a winging business to winning in business and let's get this work. Welcome to the Business Bites Podcast, the podcast for busy entrepreneurs. Whether you're an online entrepreneur or seeking after brick and mortar success, this podcast brings you quick bites of content so you can learn and grow anywhere you are. Now here's your host, Rachel Brainke. Hey guys, just a quick heads up to let you know about some new things that I put into the Rachel Brainke Shop. We have website template forms, services, contracts, etc. But we have recently put in things that are gonna help your business in the case of like death, disaster, sickness. We have created an entire kit. So jump over, check it out at rachelbrecky.com and ask any questions through the chat box. Myself or my team be happy to help you. No matter what industry you're in, these lawyer drafted, immediately downloadable, completely editable, and use over and over again templates are a great start for legal protection in your business. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Business Spice Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Branke. This is episode 123. And one of my favorite internet friends is our guest today. Brittany, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. I know you have so much going on. So, you know, this is Business Bites. We get in, we get out. And that's one of the things I love about you. And I think we're very similar and kind of like the in-your-face tough love, but it is full of love, but also getting straight to the point of good quality content that entrepreneurs need. But let's tell the listeners a little bit about your background and your path to ending up having this awesome visual brand online.
1: Man, when people ask me about my path, I always say, "How much time do you have?" Right? Yes. But, uh,
0: <laughs> um, so right now,
1: I'm a creative brand consultant, and I help entrepreneurs escape years of trial and error, craft a plan, and finally uplevel their business branding and bankroll. That's the fancy, you know, saying. <laughs> However, you know, I always was not, you know, a creative brand consultant. I have journeyed from industry to industry to industry, and if I had to take you all the way back, I actually started as a wedding planner. And many people don't know that about me. And so um, I was planning my own wedding in 2009, um, was a wedding planner, was like, oh, I'm super organized. I can do this for other people. Uh, Jumped straight into business. No plan, no idea what the heck I was doing um, and realized that was something that I did not want to do. Uh, Walked away from entrepreneurship quickly after that. And picked up a camera when I had my daughter in 2012. Um, And so, you know, family started to see the pictures. They're like, oh, God, Brittany, you're an amazing photographer. Won't you open up a photography business? Mm Jump straight into photography, just like I did weddings. And uh, realized, you know, maybe this isn't for me. But while I was a photographer, um, I didn't have the budget at the time to actually hire a brand designer. Uh, So I actually took to Google and YouTube University, taught myself design. So most people know me for my branding work. Um, Mm -hmm. And later I transitioned into becoming a consultant because I realized that, you know, people would have these beautiful uh, brands and things of that nature, but they would not know how to move once their Mm -hmm. visual branding was together. And so I realized that folks didn't have that clarity. They didn't have that foundation. And so I said, all right, Britt, you know, take a few steps back and and help your people realize what it takes to build a solid plan based business. So
0: that's, that's in short, (laughs) my path to entrepreneurship. And you're really good at doing that, providing that vision. I mean, I can clearly hear your voice, not now, but like when I read your Instagram posts and all of that, and also your messaging is very clear. Did that And moving into that, was that coming out of because you realized that you didn't have that in the very beginning? Or was it a combination of that plus seeing a lot of people unable to successfully execute this?
1: to be honest, it was because I felt like I wasn't aligned with my brand, you know? So when I entered Mm -hmm. into business, it really was about like giving people what I thought that they wanted. Right. And so it was looking at the different influencers that I loved, the different entrepreneurs that I loved and sort of trying to mirror what they had. But then I realized like, man, Brittany, this doesn't feel true. This doesn't feel authentic to you. Like, why are you doing this? And so I had to like really work on my mindset and say, girl, like, You are the juice and come with it and be yourself, you know. And so once I kind of tapped into that, knowing, you know, my skills, my my skills, excuse me, and my skills, like my skill set, I'm sorry. um, Then I realized, like, all right, girl, you can package this and you can be who you are and you don't have to actually put on this mask and be what you think people want you to be.
0: You know what I love about the way that social media has changed over the years is I feel like right now we're able to be a bit more authentically us and I kind of hate that buzz phrase but mm-hmm. like we're we're not we don't have to hide. We don't have to wrap it in sparkles. We can have the spunky attitude and the tough love in teaching people. Yeah, for sure. You
1: know and I think that you know, when we first started in this social world, it didn't always feel that way, you know. And mm-hmm. so I think it takes, you know, confidence to actually get to a point where you actually can take off that mask and say, hey, like, this is what you got. You know, this is who I am, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, for sure. I, I, I'm I'm glad to see more people kind of, you know, telling their real stories online. And, you know, every day isn't a great day. And it's OK to share that because then you allow people to be human um, that follow you and say, all right, it's OK for me to fall a little bit, but I can stand back up tomorrow. Mhm.
0: My most vulnerable posts are the most popular ones. Like I could sit here all day long and tell people about my new podcast episode or about like COVID-19 and contracts. They don't really, I mean they care but they don't really care because yeah, yeah. of connection <laughs> thing, you know, right? Yeah. We're all humans at the core of it. So, what was that your hardest lesson in entrepreneurship was the messaging and being unable to be authentic and feel like you weren't being true to yourself? Or did you have something else that was really hard lesson that you learned? Girl,
1: that's one of you know. <laughs> Business is full of hard lessons, right? But mm-hmm. you know, I think one of the the lessons that I learned that it took me a while to get there was like everyone's not for me, you know. And so yeah. I'm sort of this people pleaser. I've kind of been born that way, I guess, and I've always wanted everybody to like me, everybody to get me right. And so you know, when folks didn't, I was it really was like devastating for me. Like, what in the world? Why? What did I do? You know. And so mm-hmm. I had to get to a point where I realized, like, Britt, you. You are not for everybody and that is totally okay but the people that are for you they're ready and they're ready for you to serve them you know and so um when i got over that i realized that i could actually spread my gift into the world a lot harder a lot stronger a lot faster because i didn't care about you know being that thing for everyone it didn't matter because i had this unique group that i say that was assigned to me so um that's another hard lesson just because I'm naturally a people pleaser, you know? And so, mm-hmm. um, and also I, I would I, say also being this whole perfectionist um, mm-hmm. <laughs> was a hard lesson to so say like, okay, you know, good is good and good's okay. You know, you don't have to always be great. You can build to great. And so a lot of times I would sit on gifts and sit on um, things that I needed to launch into the world uh, because I wanted it to be so perfect, you know? And then I realized like, man, if I don't get it out there. There's no way that I'll receive the resources and the people that I need to make it great, mm-hmm. right? Um, And so, yeah, girl, lo- lots of <laughs> hard, hard,
0: lots hard of lessons,
1: lessons. <laughs> yes.
0: So when you are, you know, and actually I struggle a little bit with what you're talking about. I have all these great ideas, and sometimes I just feel blocked about putting it out there. I kind of get myself out of that blocking or around it, whatever you want to say, because I go back to my business plan and I say, okay, you Mm -hmm. wanted to earn this this year. You wanted to make this amount of connections, but like what you just said, I can't even reach out and find the people and the resources if I don't speak out and put it out there. Mm -hmm. And all, all of that's rooted in the business plan that I've created. So how do you approach your business planning and your branding and getting past those blocks?
1: Yeah, for sure. So with every client and even with myself, you know, I create something that's called a brand definition a part of my plan and that's your what why how and who right but i also just recently added the who not right it's important that we understand you know what we do why we do it how we do it differently who we do it for and who we are not going to do it for right um and so having that foundation allows you to sort of say all right what did I say I was all about? You know, who am I? Who am I here to serve? Why am I even waking up every day to do to do this? Right, it's a, it's a constant reminder, um, and so yeah, so it's really important to have that plan in place because there are days where you're gonna sort of, you know, get caught up in the hype, get caught up in what's new, and sort of want mm-hmm. to implement these things into your business that don't necessarily fit, right? Um, just because you're trying to go with the wave and and be again, what, you know, you want, what you think other people want you to be, but definitely having that brand definition that what, why, how, and who, and who not in place will really guide you and serve as a reminder as to how you should be showing up in the world.
0: Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I've struggled with, especially being in, front of creatives. I want to have the best visual brand, but mm. I have struggled for years, especially since Instagram came around, of uh, not having the picture perfect feed. And it didn't look oh. like all the big influencers. And it took me a long time to realize those feeds are like that because they're putting out and their plan is completely different than mine. They're there to sell the clothes they're wearing, the hairstyle products mm-hmm. and all that. I'm selling contracts and business advice. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be pretty. It can be solid and cohesive. But yeah, for me, it's looking back at the business plan keeps me from going, ooh, shiny, look, I want my feed like that.
1: Yeah 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 I mean I'm gonna be honest with you I'm a a designer and I would be like that too and I'd be the girl like always erasing and being like oh my god I gotta start over it doesn't look good right and I would just sort of archive and delete everything but then I mean once you get into a groove and you feel confident who you are all that stuff sort of just leaves and you're like it's really about getting the content out there I tell people content over visuals now I do think visuals sell I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna lie there but I'm also gonna tell you that you know if you can serve people your expertise that's way more
0: important than making sure it looks pretty. Mm -hmm. And same with connecting with them, you know, because oftentimes I haven't posted a picture about my kids because it wasn't perfect and in color, but sometimes I've just been like, screw it. Let me post it. And it's one of the most interactive posts. For sure. For sure. It creates that connection. And by the way, guys listening, make sure you go to rachelbringy.com forward slash EPI one, two, three. I'm going to link all of Brittany's stuff. I specifically want you to take a look at her Instagram um you can she's always in my stories always in my feed a lot of great tips in fact one of the things that's on my plan to do for this next month is what you have been doing a lot of these graphic text tips for people to quickly consume your content without necessarily having to sit through a 30 minute podcast like yes yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but cool. but that actually goes back to what you were just talking about in like the who you're talking to and who not. There are people that don't want just little graphics. They need more hand holding, whereas you have others who want more of a long form education.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's really a matter of you know, and again, like, you know, those those Who's that live in your business, right? And so I like to think of it in tiers and I teach it in tiers as well. So, you know, think of the three tiers that you serve when it comes to your audience so that you can show up for each one of those folks individually in a different way, right? So the person who's going to want to consume those quick bites on my Instagram, that might be that newbie to mid-level entrepreneur, but that established entrepreneur may not have time. So how do I now strategize to make sure that I'm reaching them as well? So it's really getting into the minds of your consumers and realizing, you know who exactly you're serving in those different groups so segmenting it out
0: and what you're talking about there is not necessarily creating original content different topics on different tiers it's basically taking one specific message or lesson you're trying to put out there but finding the different methods to which to serve each tier exactly that is incredible Mind blown. I love it. <laughs> well, I've always been one of those that like can get very narrow focused and go, okay, if I'm going to do videos, I have to only do videos. And it's like, why? Why would you not turn around and take some snippets yeah. out of the video and make it a quick graphic? Heck yeah. You know, work, what is it? Work smart, not hard. <laughs> hey, I'm still learning that lesson. Yeah. Sometimes though, because we fall into the whole trap of wanting to feel busy because then you feel accomplished. And I think it's especially true during times like now we're recording this during the COVID crisis. And I have found myself because we're stuck in house, you feel the anxiety, even if you don't recognize that's what it is, your whole life has changed. Even if you're healthy, it's not saying like that we're all like depressed and ungrateful, but you do have stressors. And I have found that I either have days I want to do nothing, or I've been filling it with these mundane business tasks. So what have I been doing? I've been going back to my business plan or going to people's feeds like yours and going, okay, what are they doing that I like? And how can I adapt that? Yeah, for sure. But adopt it.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. And and it's good to have that wake up call and sort of to like step back and and reassess and then move back into your your new plan that makes sense. And So yeah, that's totally cool.
0: Can you think of any other tips for when people are sitting down? Maybe think of someone that is entry level. They've just, they're either just now wanting to start a business since they're sitting at home and don't have employment, or they're in the first few years of business and they feel completely lost on how to mesh. And I guess we kind of already answered this, but how to mesh creating the actual business plan with like the who, the what, the who not in the brand they want to have. I mean, is there, you have some little like guidance and direction on that. Because I think some people may be sitting there going, okay, great. I could fill that out, but I don't even know who it is I want to serve.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's really about, you know, figuring out like your core gift. And so I love people to understand like, what does that even mean? You know? And so we kind of jump into business sometimes not realizing um, that we're operating in a space that maybe we weren't designed to operate in. Right. And so when it comes mm-hmm. to, you know, establishing your core gift, it's like, okay, <clears throat> no matter what I'm doing, no matter, you know, where I am, what's that talent or that gift that seems to always show up no matter what, right? And so just to use myself an example, as an example, you know, earlier I talked about starting in wedding planning, then moving to photography and then branding and then consulting, right? This whole journey. But no matter what I was doing, the gift of transforming ideas into real tangible outcomes was always the gift that showed up for me. So in terms of like wedding planning, yep, somebody came to me with an idea, I could make it tangible, right? With photography, somebody came to me with an idea, I could make Make it tangible, and the list goes on in terms of branding um, and consulting as well, right? And so, before you jump into even trying to develop this whole, you know, plan your what, why, how, and who, really tap into figuring out what is that core gift of yours that no matter what you're doing will always show up, no matter what industry you're in will always show up, right? And so, that's really, really important. Now, once you get, you know, your core gift established and you're rooted in that. At that point, you're now saying to yourself, "Okay, now how am I going to serve this core gift to the world? How, you know, am I going to actually make it different? Who is that gift for?" Um, and so, a lot of times, you know, I feel like folks we're jumping into business, we're jumping into branding and marketing, and telling the world about what we're going to do, but we haven't really gotten to the root of you know what that gift that we have really is.
0: I love that because I remember when I was first starting out, and I worked with a brand designer. And it was so focused in on colors and the psychology of colors. And they were like, you can't have monochromatic branding. And finally, I was like, screw it. I mean, because to me, I was like, that's the color I like. That's what my whole wardrobe is. It makes it easier for appearances, et cetera. But then I was able to focus more on getting into the messaging. I just think it's funny that sometimes people hear brand and they think, And not to say that colors and fonts and all that don't have an element of psychology to it, but I like how you approach the branding with the core gift aspect and the planning with the core gift because that is something that really resonates for me that I'm going to now use moving forward anytime I sit down to create or have an idea of something is does it align with my core gift and my plan because I can get distracted super easily. And I think many entrepreneurs do. I mean, like your journey is not... Um, well, it's, I've seen it a lot, a lot of very successful people have gone through very different industries. Um, and it's all about evolution and growth. And I, many times people don't want to quit and move to a different entrepreneurial position because they're afraid that it's giving up. But I actually think that you gain a lot of insight and understanding into developing the entrepreneur you're supposed to be. And that sounds so cliche, blah, blah, blah. But like you were saying, you take you have a core gift that you can then see in all these different industries. And the different industries that you're in, if that one core gift is static, it becomes even more clear and apparent to you. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for your time on this. Do you have any last tip we can leave with our audience today so they can go out and create a plan-based business in a solid brand?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that, you know, and this is going to, this is going to sound cliche too, but I like to tell everybody to watch your mouth and watch your mindset when it comes to business, you know? And so at the end of the day, you know, the words that you speak, they matter. The thoughts that you think they matter, you know? And so when it comes to building your business or your brand, it's important for you to like, not speak negativity in the world, not think about negative thoughts because that stuff will funnel into your business and then you won't have the ability to serve your people in the way that you want to serve, right? Um, The other thing that I wanted to say as well is that clarity comes before design, okay? So clarity comes before design. So you really, really have to get clear on the business Mm -hmm. and the brand that you're building before you jump into that logo, photo, you know, photo shoot website, you know, social media, pretty feed, whatever the case may be. Right. And so when you are (laughs) clear, all of those branding elements, they then make sense and you're confident in it because you're very clear on the foundation of your business. Um, So, yeah, definitely watch your mouth and your mindset and remember that clarity comes before design.
0: Man, watch your mouth. That's what my mom still tells me now. And now <laughs> I've got an expert telling me that too. I love it. Well, thank you so much, guys. Make sure you jump over to com forward slash EPI 123. And also get into the Facebook community. We'll have a thread specific to this episode. You guys can share your brand, get insight from other entrepreneurs that are also trying to do this entrepreneurial thing. Good luck. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of The Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools, or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbitespodcast.com. Until next time.